Put down your baby and pick up a beer. Dad Jokes is back with a brand new episode. I'm Jerry, joined here as always by Brandon, and you're listening to the podcast of two dads going through the journey of fatherhood while you all listen to us do it. Brandon, what is going on, my friend? It's been a little bit since we've got on here and recorded. Jerry, I miss, miss you. Nah, that's a lie. But I definitely miss the people, man. We, we've been... <laughs> Getting people hitting us up on uh, Instagram and Facebook Messenger. It really, we got a lot of new ratings and reviews. Please keep doing that. It kind of puts a battery in our back when we're, when we're getting tired because our kids' sleep is regressing. Our sleep is regressing. We got babies on the way. We got new babies in the house. It puts a little battery in our back and gets us fired up to do more episodes. So we appreciate everyone who's reached out and uh, left reviews so far. Yeah, we've had, uh, like you said, an influx of some reviews and, and some people commenting and messaging us, so that's that's great to hear. We love hearing from each and every single one of you guys and, and appreciate all the new listeners. And, and obviously, like we always say, the biggest compliment you can do is, is tell your friends about us or tell other people to listen. We, we appreciate that. And Brandon, that was a nice little segue. I know what you did there. We're talking about sleep regressions today, so we're going to get into that. But before we do, we got our name from the famous dad jokes so let's start off with a dad joke today do you want to lead or do you want to follow today I, i'm telling you mine is rated pg 15 and funny do you want to start 15. the episode off like that or end the episode off like that hmm. I'm a, i think we leave a cliff let's hanger. leave a cliffhanger it's, it's a good one in my opinion i like it tune in at the end a little I'm bit definitely of a mine's Jerry. not that great today i won't lie i thought it was clever but it's, it's nothing fancy okay you ready I'm for waiting it? with bated breath. So, Brandon, did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? No. Was it a lunar eclipse? <laughs> no, it has great food, but no atmosphere. Ah, uh, nice. I don't know where I was going with it. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was decent. So that's that's our dad joke to lead off today. But, Brandon, what's been going on with you guys? Like I said, it's been... About three weeks since we've got on here and kind of filled people in with what's been going on. And and I know you guys got a lot. This actually, I kind of want to stop for a second because this actually might be the last time we record while you guys are a family of three, not four. So that's huge. So talk about that and a little bit what's been going on. Yeah, uh, we uh, this could be. We might, maybe, we might sneak an episode in next week to have one at least in the tank, but... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how things go. Uh, we, we got a due date. I'm not going to reveal it on the podcast yet. Um, but we got a due date and I put it like this is within the next two weeks. Um, so we, it's close. Yeah, and when I say due date, this it's a, uh, we're having a C-section. So we have a scheduled date that we're going to the hospital. Um, had the last ultrasound today actually. Um, so baby is measuring really big. Um, we had a, it's funny. We had a um, we met with the doctor last week. It was not an ultrasound. They were doing a, a few last minute tests, um, and the the nurse put her hands around Kelsey. She was kind of feeling everywhere that KJ was at, and she was like, "Oh, it's a good thing you having a C section. That's a big that's a big baby." And so Kelsey's like, "Great." So we we're going in there today, and they basically said that he's. All head and all belly, and it's like head, head and belly. belly. So he built just like his daddy. 
we're gonna uh, we, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with him when he when he when he comes. But you, I mean, you mentioned before when I told you because we're we're a couple weeks out. He's coming at a week earlier than full term technically. Um, at forty weeks, we're, we're they're getting him at, at thirty nine weeks. But you mentioned before, like, hey, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. Last time they were spot on yeah. with Bryce. They said seven pounds. He was six fifteen. But you uh you told me you had a little bit of a different experience with Peyton and Avery. Yeah, I kind of think they're a little bit like the weatherman <laughs> when it comes to these kind of things. That's just my prediction. But basically with, with Peyton, they kept saying she was huge, like like big, like she was gonna be like a ten pound baby. Like legit. Like they were like, Man, she's really big, he's measuring big, big. And Peyton was seven nine, you know, which is pretty average. I almost like I think it might be the most average <laughs> yeah. you can be. Like it's like right in the middle. And then with Avery they really didn't say boo about her being big or nothing. And she was, you know, nine pounds, 12 ounces. So it was a huge baby and it's still chunky baby. But the whole time with her, it was just like, oh, she's, she's doing good. And, and so, you know, for us, it wasn't, they weren't spot on, but, um, you know, I, hopefully for you guys, I don't know. I don't know if the C-section of it matters as much, but I'm sure, you know, having a, a big giant baby probably can't be comfortable um, even just chilling in mom's belly. So, so hopefully he's not. Hey, I told you earlier today, I, I, I can act like I care and it didn't matter to me, but I'm not the one having to have surgery or popping the baby out. I just sit back and <laughs> so you don't want them to be too big. Cause there could be health things involved in that. And you don't want them to be too small because right. there can be, and we're not close to mm-hmm. either. So I'm happy. Um, chunky babies are fun. I won't lie. Chunky babies are kind of, are kind of fun. So you know they're they're cute. I feel like so. This is not a bad thing if he's yeah, a little we'll, chunky. We'll see. Um, so we uh, we we got some some promising news, and maybe the next time you hear from me, but um, maybe not. We'll have uh, an introduction to the birth story of of KJ Banks. So that should be that should be really fun. Um, over the last little bit, uh, we've done a lot actually. We uh, we wanted to get Bryce out for. Um, just kind of a, a mom, dad, and Bryce weekend. Uh, so there was a in Grand Rapids, a city about an hour and a half away from us. Um, they've been advertising a Daniel Tiger exhibit, and Bryce has been really into it. And you see, like the Facebook advertisements, we see billboards because that's where Kelsey's from. So we're up there every once in a while. So we made plans and and went up there. Um, and those of you guys listening there there probably are children's museums around where you are the grand rapids children's museum is really similar there's a lot of activities for kids it's kind of it's kind of open run you run around there's a lot of hands-on activities um and we were actually not gonna lie a little disappointed when we went in as parents bryce didn't care but the way this like looked on the advertising you think like they they literally say live animatronic characters yada 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 so i'm thinking like i'm gonna see daniel tiger so as soon as we get there the guy at the front it's a line to get in like they, they're making bread off of this daniel tiger exhibit and like we we booked a hotel like we're making this a whole weekend and we get in and he's like oh man you guys you just missed daniel tiger i'm like what you mean i just missed daniel tiger it's the only reason i, I literally <laughs> i drove all the way up here to see daniel tiger and he was like yeah, uh, he actually, he, this is the first time he's come. It, this thing is like three weeks in. He's like, and he'll be back uh, April 1st. 
but he came, he came in this morning, was here for a couple hours. And so basically they have like the entire upstairs of the children's museum is, is set up with a lot of Daniel tiger, like exhibit types, type things. You got like the trolley, um, the live animatronic characters is a, a wall with like, um, it's like a painted wall and you can press a button and it talks to you, which Bryce loved. So I can't really complain. It's not like, What's yeah, it's win? not like it's, it was super expensive. It was just something that we thought it was going to be like, you get to meet Daniel Tiger. We're hyping Bryce up to meet Daniel Tiger and we probably should have done our research. Still would have went, probably wouldn't have made a weekend out of it. But, <laughs> nah. Brandon, did you ever see the movie? Did you ever see the movie Jingle All the Way oh my with goodness, Arnold Schwarzenegger? That was, was a Christmas classic. What you mean? With Turbo? Exactly. You talking about Turbo like Man? Story just reminded me. Well, the story is reminding me of when you know he's going to get Turbo Man, and all he keeps finding is Booster. <laughs> I feel like you went to see Daniel Tiger, and you got yep. like George, George, or some some other character in the background. You didn't get Turbo Man. You it got was, Booster. And actually, it was funny. I ran into a couple people that I knew there, and they. They had a, literally the same experience. So, at first, I thought it might have just been me, but it wasn't. We all kind of felt like it was rep, rep the exact <laughs> same way. Um, but, nevertheless, Bryce had a good time. But, because of that, I would say, disappointment, we had a little bit – our plan was just kind of hang out, spend some time with Bryce, maybe walk around downtown. It was a, it was a nice day. But Disney on Ice happened to be at – at the Van Andel Arena, which was two blocks away from our hotel, so I, I pulled I pulled my dad card out, and I said we're gonna get some good tickets and go down and see Disney on Ice. That'll be a nice nightcap. We we got Bryce to go to sleep in the hotel. First time we slept in the hotel with Bryce, by the way, which is its own adventure. Um, had it. I mean Disney on mm-hmm. Ice, and I know you're gonna hit on this in your update, um, but. That was a really fun experience. Bryce was like intrigued the entire time. I don't know if he was more intrigued with the bubble machine that we bought for him for forty two dollars, or the actual show. But either way, it was it was a lot of fun. I I actually would highly recommend um, buying tickets to Disney on Ice because it's a, it's a good show not only for the kids but if you know if you know the Disney stories. It's as a parent, I was I was really really entertained as well. Um, so. We uh, had a good time there. The the night in the hotel, I'm not going to bore you with the details. Let me just tell you, it sucked. We're talking about sleep regression now. That might have been the beginning of it, the middle of it. I can't remember at this point because we – but, the, the trigger. but, man, that kid, <laughs> he slept like a baby that night. But we made the smart decision, I, and I did this intentionally. Kelsey recommended let's do like – some two queens i'll sleep with them we'll be good you sleep in the bed by yourself she was taking one for the team but it it could work for them i was like no this is like our last weekend like really doing something i want us to sleep in the bed together as a family i'm getting all like emotional (laughs) man that was the worst night's (laughs) sleep i've had in years this dude was punching me kicking me you almost went to the front i almost threw him out the window i was trying to figure out how to get that window open (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was that kid was and so me and Kelsey neither and on top of it the uh, get to the, the worst bed, dude I'm a big dude they're the worst the number one thing I need in a mattress is edge support I get and if you got me my nine month pregnant wife and my toddler who owns the bed in the middle I'm on the edge that edge was trying to baptize me to the floor the entire night it was a struggle 
So <laughs> it was not fun. But a couple quick hits. We obviously we had our first, first hotel visit. 10 out of 10 wouldn't recommend doing it like we did. Bring like a pack and play or something like that. Um, and we uh, – we, we uh, ate out with him like uh, multiple times, which we don't go out to eat. We normally order takeout. He's been out before, but the funniest thing he was doing was Bryce is really into his uncle Jay. He FaceTimes his uncle Jay all the time, like pretty much every day. And every like semi lighter skinned black guy he saw with a beard, I'm not joking. The entire weekend, he would point at him and yell at him, "Not Uncle Jay." Not Uncle Jay. <laughs> just random black dudes getting yelled at, and he's telling them that they're not Uncle Jay if they bear any kind of resemblance to him. So, uh, yeah, that was that was a, kind of the last couple of weeks in a nutshell. He's he's been good. He's been he's going in and out of toddler attitude, which we're at that stage. We are. He likes things his way. But what you guys been up to? Uh, yeah, we we were up to a lot too um something that's kind of dominated the last week or so in our in our household is um we all got sick and and brandon you know i i'm someone you know i I get colds i get sinus infections you know whatnot but i actually pride myself and i don't get sick sick like where you're you're like a fever you don't pride yourself in it you brag about it i got and you've bragged about it recently (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the point is at work I do, but like I mean, I don't get sick that I haven't even like in in school growing up. I didn't miss many days of school like ever. I was never that kid, and I had my butt kicked like a hundred and three temperature. Couldn't get out of bed, just terrible. And then shortly after, like and I mean like half a day later, Macy got it, and then the kids got it, and I'll tell you what, one of our good buddies. Te- was texting me because it was his birthday and I was talking to him and he basically they they heard their family had been sick and he basically said there's nothing worse in the world than being a sick parent trying to take care of sick kids and I totally agree it is not fun um because you don't want to do nothing they still need all their normal attention and if they're sick they need a little bit more it's just bad but I'm kind of on the the right end of things now Macy's kind of on the right end of things both the girls still have a cough but but it seemed to be okay um as far as like personality wise, they're back to their, their normal selves mostly. So we're, we're kind of on their other half of that, but that was a, that was a, it's been a, it's a trying and long week uh, for us a little bit longer than a week, actually. Um, other than that, Avery hit eight months, which is crazy. She is um, definitely saying a few more words. We think she can say Avery. Now she can say, what's the sound like when she says Avery mom and dad, she's not, <laughs> it's like Avery. Avery. It's it's funny. It's like it's just kind of funny. Um, and she's she's not crawling yet, but she can get everywhere still. And um, she's like planking more. And I don't know. She's just she's definitely um starting to get bigger. She's starting to look older too. Um, speaking of which, we took family pictures because we hadn't really done family pictures since Avery. Basically, since she was a newborn, we took her newborn pictures. Um, which that's always an experience. Uh, because. You know, you, you Avery was good. Then she started getting cranky because I think she was hungry and teething. And then Peyton was kind of good. And then she was shy. And then she wanted to play with everything. But um, all in all, we got some really, really good photos. Macy said it's her favorite ones we've ever gotten. So that was great. But it's funny because you see all these pictures and we got a lot of them. And they're they're all really good. 
But it's like, you know, if you were there 45 minutes, the kids might have cooperated for five, and the photographer did a great job utilizing those five minutes. Those pictures came I don't know how great. she got all the pictures she got because they were being they, – they did. They, they turned out great. And it was – Peyton was definitely being bossy. She wanted to tell – um, sissy where to sit <laughs> and, and what us to do with her. But she didn't want to be in the picture. She just wanted to tell everyone else what to do. So that was fun. Um, she's, like you said, with, with Bryce, she's definitely in uh, her toddler toddler stages. She's great when she's great. She's bossy when she's bossy. She she knows what she wants, and, and she definitely will throw a couple tantrums a day usually, but but she's also a lot of fun. Uh, she's It's cool, too, because she's kind of talking in full sentences now, you know, where, you know, it's not just phrases or sayings it's it's like full sentences and she's and she's starting to say like just every day new things you're like what the heck did you get that from and it's just it's just cool um you know hearing what she's saying and you know her, her favorite thing now is asking where people are if they're home or at work and then you know like you'll tell her and then she'll like argue with you that's great she'll be like is mom home or at work i'm like mom <laughs> no mom's at work okay <laughs> she's like she's at work holding baby okay she's she's at work my bad I thought she was upstairs, but so she's, she's been good there. Um, a proud dad moment, Brandon. Uh, I, and I actually don't have this as my baby gear this week. I should have, I'll have to go over it, uh, soon in an episode, but for Peyton's birthday, I bought her a riding Jeep, like an electric Jeep. And when I first showed her it, I I think you guys, if you guys listen to the podcast, remember she was terrified of it and she's been terrified of it since she like, won't go in it screams when she sees it. Well, I finally got her in it because I kind of tricked her. I put I put her sister in. I put Avery in it, and Avery was kind of looking like she was um, kind of rode in it for probably forty five minutes or so, and and Peyton was loving it. So that was that was really cool. She she thought it was great. Avery thought it was good until she didn't, and but it was it was cute, and um, so I'm excited for her to definitely play more with that as it gets nicer, having fun. So then Peyton wanted to join, and then they. Um, nicer out um Peyton definitely starting to get some more uh separation anxiety and she's probably in her biggest that's clutch I wish I had that life which kind of stinks for dad she's always kind of been a little bit of a daddy's girl or at least 50 50 she's definitely in her mom phase right now although she did want to snuggle with dad tonight so that was good that's also her favorite thing she she always goes dad or mom snuggle I want snuggle and so, um, but she, she, oh, she says it all the time, but, but she's very particular in how she snuggles. So it sounds cute and sometimes it is, but it usually just turns into a lot of work of where you need a pillow, how you have to have the blanket and how you lay next to her. Cause she's very particular, <coughs> which is funny, but she's definitely in a mom phase, which kind of kicks in some of the separation anxiety. Um, and Avery's in a mom phase too, where if mom is in sight and then walks away, she loses her mind. But that's pretty normal for that age. Um, oh, and another thing on Avery, she's eating everything now, like French fries and and pouches and any any kind of food she can get her hands on. She the kid wants to eat, which is which is cool. Um, and then lastly, Brandon, kind of you mentioned it. We we went right as we were getting better this last weekend. We we had tickets to Disney on ice. And I won't lie to you, I was kind of dreading it a little bit just because none of us were still feeling 100%. And I'm like, man, we're going to go. 
Peyton's going to be in a mood or something and it's going to be, you know, I just thought it was going to be a, a lot of time and effort because we were driving an hour to get to Detroit to go to, you know, so it wasn't like a quick trip. And, you know, when we get in the car, Peyton was throwing a little bit of a fit and then we drove down there and I'm pretty sure Peyton gets car sick because anytime we go on a long car trip, she pukes and she puked on herself. And luckily she, it was mostly just like water. So I didn't have to completely change her. We just kind of wiped her up and she was like in a cute Elsa dress. But I'm like, great. She's got puke on her. Kids have been kind of upset. I'm like, this is going to be a thing. But as soon as we got inside, Brandon, she loved it. She was super excited to see all the kids dressed up. She thought the the ice skaters were great. She was pointing out all the princesses. She was like in her own seat, like on the edge, like just totally entranced. And it was 100% worth the money. And like you said, I can't recommend it enough. Um, She had a, just a blast. Avery did good pretty much the whole time too. Um, it was just, it was a really good, a really good day. So I was really happy we went and, uh, we'll definitely go back. Cause she, she thought it was great. She, she was telling me all the different princesses and she just the whole time was happy. So, um, definitely, definitely worth the money for Disney on ice. Um, and, and I got away without having to buy the $42 bubbles. She just enjoyed everyone else's around her <laughs> and, and dad didn't have to get her her own. So I was happy that I didn't do that. So, um, but yeah, Brandon, that's kind of what's been going on with us. It's been busy. Um, but, uh, but definitely fun. And yeah, Jerry, like you said, I cannot re- recommend Disney on ice enough. That's definitely worth the money. And if you check out one of like the secondary sites, like seat geek, you probably can find them, uh, tickets for cheaper than you, you do on like Ticketmaster or something like that too. So check it out. But speaking of, uh, ways to save a little money and cool things, this is a horrible segue, but I got some baby gear, uh, to go over today and, we're, we're kind of in that stage right now where we're, we're trying to find things that we can get Bryce or do for Bryce when the, the new baby gets here. Cause it, it's becoming a, like, it's just something we're worrying about and like in the back of our heads, like how he's going to react. Um, so he's really into drawing on my iPad. Um, so what we have ordered is, uh, basically a tabletop easel. Um, it has numbers, letters, um, he can erase on it, but use chalk markers. Um, it's called the Melissa and Doug deluxe double-sided tabletop easel. Um, super highly recommended has almost 1400 Amazon reviews, which Jerry loves at a 4.7. Um, the price is not for the faint of heart, uh, for, but I was introduced to this about an hour and a half before we started recording this podcast and told that we already had it. And for my money, which it may or may not be, this looks like a great idea for Bryce. <laughs> so we, uh, I'll probably pay for that, but, um, uh, that's my baby gear for the, um, for this week. Um, Bryce will get it when he gets home and KJ, um, is, is coming. And actually one thing I did want to mention, uh, this is not baby gear related, but we're, we, we made the decision, um, this go around to not have people like waiting on us when we get home. Um, it was a, it was kind of a, a little bit of a stressful situation. Uh, and it, you're surrounded by love. Like it's my parents, her parents. Um, and they obviously like help us out a ton and mean a ton to us all. But those first moments when you have your kid at home, um, what, what we realized that last time was we, we were kind of trying to decompress and just like chill out. Um, we're not bringing Bryce to the hospital, um, to meet KJ it's going to, we want to control the environment a little bit. So I'm going to take baby and mom home. Um, then I'll go to my parents' house, pick up Bryce and Riley. 
um, and we'll we'll go back uh, with just us, and then ultimately have parents and her parents, my parents, um, set up to come probably like the next day or within the next couple of days. But um, I want that the first day, first first little bit to be with just us this go around, and not um, not necessarily immediately having people over our house because uh, I think we both we we love our parents. And they did everything right in this scenario, but we didn't know we were getting into it. The whole time we were like, we just kind of want to chill. This has been a crazy couple of yep. days. So just a just a, a different way we're doing it this go around. But in case we don't have another conversation before uh, KJ's here, I wanted to make sure we mentioned that too. What yeah, you got? I think that, that probably makes sense, Brandon. I won't lie. It's probably the best move. Um, I actually switched up my baby gear because I did talk about it. I, I did find it. The actual um, Jeep that we bought for – Peyton was the Joy Racer 24 volt two seat ride on car truck. It's pink in color. It's got working headlights. Um, it's got a remote control so you can control it as a parent. It's got um, you know the Jeep doors. It's got a radio that you can hook up to Bluetooth, um, push button start, all that good stuff. Um, it probably is a little overkill. I I went with it because it was a 24 volt and I was like, it's got a little more power, so if it's if I'm riding through the grass and stuff like that, I want it to get stuck or to be slow. Plus, I wanted the remote control because obviously I want to make sure that they're not being crazy. Um, and the first time we used it, it worked really well. The turning radius isn't the best, but other than that, it, it went it went really really well. It's pretty easy to use. Um, the assembly wasn't too this bad. This is a this is a heck of a review. Yeah, you I mean, it talked to me about the four wheel drive and the axle ratio it on does, the back. Yeah, towing anything? It was great. But it, long story <laughs> short, I did a bunch of research. There's a ton out there. Um, and you can find I me. Mean, you really can't go wrong. What I really wanted to, what you want to look at is it was one. Do you want to do a 24 volt or do you want to do a little bit less? You want to do 12. Um, and then you want to look at, you know, do you want a two seater or one seater? And, and then, um, ease of assembly is another thing too, because some of them can be a real pain to put together. So, um, you look at that, you can't really go wrong. And we got it, uh, through Amazon, but they sold it through Walmart and stuff like that too. And so far so good. She, she likes it. I'll have to post a picture of it or something on Instagram at some point in time. Cause I think I did actually, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but the girls, the girls seem to like it so far. So, um, can't complain. I'll, I'll, I'll give more updates if, if, it, if need be. So that's my piece of baby gear, Brandon. Perfect. And I got a, a fake things. My wife said, it's just something we I've been hearing over and over again. It, it and other dads listening to this might be in the same position right now. Uh, but she just keeps saying, I want this baby out of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, uh, we, we're, we're counting down the days until, um, KJ is here because I think it's going to be something that both the baby and mommy wants uh, to have happen, which will, which will be fun. I don't know this for sure, Brandon, but I, I was kind of thinking about this when Macy was pregnant last and just experiencing like friends' wives being pregnant and stuff. But I think like the first pregnancy is obviously special because everything's new. It's the first pregnancy, right? And I feel like if you know for a fact you're done with kids, maybe the last pregnancy is not so bad because like in your head, like it's the last. But if you're in the boat that I think Kelsey's in and that Macy was in where it's like, I don't know that this is my last, but it's just the second one, is they is Macy was very much over it a lot quicker the second time around. And I feel like it was just like, yeah, I need this to be over as soon as it can possibly be over. Oh, yeah. And it, it doesn't help that I've I've had a gout flare up for like the last week and a half. So I've been moving slow and like I'm moaning and complaining when I move <laughs> around the house. And she just looking at me like, hey, bruh. 
I got an eight and a half pound bowling ball that I'm carrying around. I looked at her. I was like, "Hey, I got an eight and a half pound bowling ball that I'm carrying around." Too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's she she definitely has not had the the ideal pregnancy that she had with Bryce. No complications or anything like that. And actually, on paper, I would say this has been a better pregnancy. Who am I to say that? But like, we're not dealing with any like high blood pressure and like everything's been perfect from that regard. But, uh, she's had way more symptoms, um, of pregnancy than she did with Bryce. And I, it's just, it's, it's she's we, taking we care of that a toddler point. too. I mean, that's, that's honestly yeah. probably a lot. Of that, I mean, that's, that's a hundred percent. The other side. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's just no, harder. it's no midday naps. Correct. Yeah, yeah for sure. She's um, taking care of, of a toddler and a third and a 33 year old. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but speaking of naps, Brandon, let's get into today's topic and talk about sleep regressions, which anyone who has a kid um, knows what a sleep regression is. And if you uh, haven't had your kids yet, you'll find out, unfortunately. Um, so you, we're going to kind of go over what sleep regressions are, when you can expect them, um, why they happen, what you can do about it, things like that. Um, but basically, you know, a, a sleep regression, what's defined as is basically a sudden or significant decline in sleeping patterns. So essentially when your kids stop sleeping good, if they were sleeping good or sleeping normal and now all of a sudden they're not, that could be a sleep regression. Whether it's waking up multiple times in the middle of the night, refusing to go down, refusing naps, um, you know, not being able to be put down when they do wake up easily. If they were in the past, all things like that are signs of sleep regression. And, and anyone who knows, if you're having a sleep regression, it usually means that you had some kind of good sleep for at least a period of time. So that regression really, really can mess with you as a parent. Because you finally in your head might go, you know what? Things aren't so bad. And then they are. So that's that's kind of what a sleep regression is, Brandon. I don't know if there's anything else you want to point out about actually what a regression is. I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. It's like your kid's like a sleep ninja. You feel like a great parent. They're they're doing everything they need to do, sleeping, you're sleeping, and all of a sudden, all at once, they unlearn their skills. It's like a anti-level up. I, I don't know. They wake Terrible. up all night, nap strikes, whole shebang. So why, Just Brandon, when you why, think you're why, safe. Why do kids have these sleep regressions? What, what is the reasoning behind sleep regressions? So it it could be a few different reasons. Um, I think if you've listened to our podcast in the past, you have heard us mention um, a, a few different apps, but we always are referring to leaps. And it, it could be based on your child going through a developmental leap. Um, so from a developmental uh, milestone, <coughs> excuse me, um, they, they may be learning something new or or having some have some additional development and you may see behavioral positive changes happen on the back end of it. Um, teething is a huge thing. Um, separation, anxiety, crawling, walking, if they're sick, that can cue a, a sleep regression. Um, but also if you disrupt their routine, um, maybe you took them to Grand Rapids and had them sleep in a hotel <laughs> and they, uh, they, they slept semi great, but you still threw everything off. They didn't get good nap. Maybe there's a new daycare. Anything disrupting their routine can unleash the little sleep gremlins. Yep. You pretty much hit on all of them, Brandon. The only thing that that I would add to that is, is you said disrupt their routine. Sometimes it can also be 
if you should disrupt their routine, meaning maybe that they are taking two naps and they really should only be taking one nap at this point, or they're going to bed too late or too early. Um, so sometimes it's actually because your routine might not be the best for your child at that age. Um, so that's something to look at as well. Um, and lastly, I think another one too, I don't know if you mentioned this one, but illness, we obviously are going through that. If your kid's sick, they're not going to sleep well. You know, that's just that's just a fact. So right now we got sick kids and uh, Avery's in the middle of a leap. So yay, us and sleeping lately. But uh, That's incredible. Yeah, it's super fun. So when when can you expect these regressions and, and you know, go on a work trip, right? <laughs> so common sleep <laughs> regressions are four months, six months, eight months. So you get hit really hard early on, four, six, and eight. And then 18 months and two years old are another two common ones. Um, that obviously doesn't mean that's the only time sleep regressions happen. It doesn't mean that if you have the four-month sleep regression, it happens exactly when they turn four months old. Those are just kind of around the times they can happen. Um, they can also happen later. Like they say, toddler sleep regressions are common, when, especially when they're learning, again, new skills or have a lot of brain development happening. Um, but again, the two, you know, the four, six, eight, the 18 months one, the two-year one, are, are some are some big periods of, of when to look for sleep regressions. And I definitely can say that you, you, as a parent, you might not hit them all. You might go, you know what? We didn't really have a four-month sleep regression. Uh, we hit them all. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's rare not to hit any. Um, can it happen? Yes, they say some kids never have sleep regressions. But but you're probably going to have at least a few is, is kind of what I've read and, and definitely what I've experienced as a parent. Yeah, and with the, with the time frames, so – Here's the thing that kind of sucks about that. You get to that two-year sleep regression, and that's the last one that they really talk about. Mm-hmm. Like when if you're looking things up or looking at articles, unless you kind of are in a stage we're at and you're like, hey, does this happen after two? <laughs> and you start seeing other stuff with it. But most of most of your baby um, like articles and the apps that you use stop at that two-year sleep regression. And then like the Reddit group, as an example, that Kelsey's in for Bryce – um, it has been since before she was pregnant or when she got pregnant. Um, everybody asked, is anybody else dealing with this two and a half year old sleep regression? And it seems like, I mean, there was hundreds of comments under this, under this post. So, um, maybe misery love loves company, but that there definitely is a two and a half. And from my understanding, there could be one coming at three as well. And who knows? Maybe there's one coming at 18. I don't know. But Jerry mentioned it. There's some kids who don't deal with it at all. Do me a favor, dads of that kid. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. We don't want to hear. We don't want to hear you telling. Make it up. Both know multiple people. I want you to struggle. (laughs) Yeah. You better make it up. Because yeah, you're right, Brandon. We don't want to hear about your kid sleeping through the night. We hear about it all the time too. Uh, Yeah. yeah, No, we don't want to hear it. Right now, Peyton's like she used to. She for a long time did a really good job going to bed, putting herself to sleep. And, um, the last little bit, she just takes a while to go to sleep. Now, normally she's not crying or anything, so it's not terrible, but she just takes a while to go to bed. I mean, it could be an hour or two. She's just playing in her crib. But then one thing that started lately that kind of scares me is every once in a while, she'll wake up in the middle of the night, just crying. I don't know if it's bad dreams, if it's like separation anxiety, but that's tough because then if you try to console her, it seems like it makes it worse. You talked about trying to sleep with your kid. That's the worst thing in the world. So we ain't trying to do that. 
And then, um, so you either just got to like let them do it or, or you got to basically suck it up and understand that your night's going to be really, really long. Cause we, we've done both and, and there's no real right answer, but, um, like I said, we're still going through some of these regressions and then Avery obviously being under one, she's got a regression every other second. Um, I, who knows with that kid. The only thing that's good about Avery right now is if good or bad. She doesn't like to be rocked, which I mean, kind of makes you sad, but also like. She just like you just got to like pat her back and like kind of rub her and be like like you know her back and be like hey are you good and she's most of the time good because the kid don't like to be rocked I don't know she's weird that's both beautiful and sad at it the is. same time and I'm hoping I it changes when she enjoy gets rocking Bryce asleep yeah Peyton still yeah. I still rock Peyton sleep and you know she's over too but Avery's like not for it so we we might have to change her but she's she's just that's like hilarious. she's just not for it she just doesn't like to be rocked well. The next step is how do we survive this? We talked about kind of what um, what it means, what's behind it, um, but how, how can we survive this as dads and as parents? And the number one thing for me is consistency. Consistency is key. Uh, the bedtime routine should be a non-negotiable. It's, it's signaling to your kids' brains that this is time to power down. You need to maintain that consistent bedtime routine. So uh, you want to you signal that wind down and prepare them to sleep. Um, in addition to that, create their perfect sleep environment. So that that may be different from kid to kid. For us, it's dark. Um, temperature is within three degrees day in, day out. White noise is on to this day every time. Um, Bryce has gotten into this. Uh, actually, I think you guys have it too, but it's like the little fish aquarium thing that goes yep. over the, the Avery crib. has it now. The, Avery our, loves it. Our, our, that's our process. And actually that... That has turned into a self-soother for him. Yeah, it can um, work. So if he wakes up in the middle of the night, he presses that button, and he ends up rocking himself uh, back to sleep. Um, and then the hardest part for me with this is you should really limit stimulating activities before bedtime. That can be super beneficial. I failed that today big time. As I was getting ready to put Bryce for bed, I looked on YouTube, and the young Jeezy uh, tiny desk had come out. And I was like, oh, we're getting a good at least 10, 15 minutes of this in before. So me and him just dancing, listening to the acoustic young Jeezy on YouTube with the, <laughs> on the NPR tiny, tiny desk. So all, all those are ways to ultimately help survive it. Yeah, good good point, Brandon. Also, with that aquarium, Peyton never cared about that thing when she was little. But now that Avery has it in her crib, she loves to go in Avery's crib and play with it. So <laughs> The sibling thing's already started. They don't like it until the other one has it. It's mine. Exactly. I can already hear Bryce saying it. Mine. Exactly. Um, the other things, too, Brandon, just that you mentioned, um, what can you do? One, sounds easy enough, but uh, just patience. You know, like they go into it, they also go out of it, just like leaps. Um, and then also consider sleep training. We've talked about it on here before, but sleep training can be one tactic used to um, help with sleep regressions. Um, and like I said, we, we done some sleep training with both Avery and Peyton and, uh, both of them are pretty good at putting themselves back to sleep. If you give them time now, because I, I believe because of, of the sleep training that we've done. Um, and then it also lets us know as parents, if something's not, if they're not putting themselves back to sleep, something's usually wrong. It's like a really easy cue for us. Like, okay, this isn't normal. Cause she normally goes right back to bed. So what's going on? Is she sick? Is she having a bad dream? Is something bigger going on? So um, those are kind of some extra ways you can deal with the inevitable 
sleep regressions. And yeah, what's what's the big part with the the sleep training? It's pretty much teaching them to self soothe. So, if you're a parent who maybe you hear sleep training and you get triggered for whatever reason, because we've been in conversations with people who that that happens with. Um, it, maybe it's not fully sleep training, but maybe it's avoiding rocking them to sleep completely so that they learn to fall asleep on their own. Because um, the that self soothing is. Uh, needed to develop health, healthy sleep habits. So, um, however you do it, there 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 are a few different ways to do it. But you you want to make sure that that's at the forefront if you want to get past these sleep regressions and ultimately have them stop. And when do they stop? Um, every kid is different. Um, sometimes it's a couple of weeks. Sometimes it's a few months. Um, it, it may depend on the stage of development they're at or what they're going through. If they're sick and you're dealing with some regression, it may ease up soon after they they get better um but if they're in one of those wonder weeks six to eight week oh, leaps gosh. you might and, and man i'm telling you that that four month one you about to go all it, through it if, again brandon if, K, if kj is anything like bryce i might lose my mind because mm. i i was ready to make thousand dollar decisions uh, to try to get this kid to go to sleep because i couldn't take it no more so well, Avery had a six month sleep, actually seven month sleep regression. So her first seven months of her life was the sleep regression. <laughs> she didn't sleep well to like the last couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, she just never got she just never got good until recently. So she got sick and started going to sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the other thing too, Brandon, to keep in mind um, is is obviously you know what you do um, sets expectations for your kids, especially as they get older. So. If you all of a sudden a kid starts having sleep regressions and you start coming into the room more or giving them more attention or doing things differently, they might start doing it because they want that type of behavior. So you got to be conscious of that, um, especially like uh, this is the tricky slope with the putting them in your bed type thing. You know, if they cry and you grab them and you bring them to bed with you because you feel bad, which is super easy to do, trust me, um, then all of a sudden they want to be in your bed every night, right? Or anytime they're upset. So. You, you got to set uh, the expectations. Uh. Yeah, that's that's why. Luckily, uh, I mean, we we were weak on Christmas Day, or Christmas Eve to Christmas Day. But other than that, I've I've won that battle with Macy because it's like, no, we're, this is gonna set. She's just gonna keep doing this because I I know my daughter, so we're we're not doing that. But um, yeah, that's kind of the sleep regressions, you know. And if you need any information, um, you can definitely look it up on a number of different sites. One good site with a lot of good information, um, that is another app we've talked about in the past is Huckleberry. They have a really good um, section on sleep regressions and, and kind of tactics you can use to to fight them and when to expect them and all that good stuff. So if you don't have the Huckleberry app, recommend that app as well. And especially with not just um, tracking weight, height, stuff like that, or you can track like when you're changing your kids and stuff like that. But it's good for information too. So that's probably a good place for us to stop, Brandon. Unless you got anything else that I'm missing. Yeah, I mean you hit it. The Huckleberry app. I, I actually just set my folder back up for baby apps um i hadn't had to use those in a minute but i mean ultimately sleep regression can be challenging but keep in mind it's a normal and it's hard to remember this in real time but it's a normal part of your kid's development chances are it's something you're going to run into um but hey if you've had some some battle stories share it with us on social media we'll have a post with this episode when it comes out Put your sleep regression stories in the comments underneath. Jerry's going to give you all the particulars in just a little minute after I blow him away with this dad joke. I was going to say, let's hear this PG-15 um, dad joke, Brandon. 
PG fifteen. Okay, Jerry. So, hear me out. A threesome involves three people. I would hope so. A twosome involves two people. That's why they call me handsome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, I like it. I laughed out loud when I heard that. Kelsey told me not to say it, but she laughed, and her laughing is is the barometer that I need. That's great. I'm, like a, ha- I'm a handsome man, Jerry. Oh well, that's a nice segue to our uh, shameless plug. That's not a nice, not a good segue to anything. Oh. <laughs> Our shameless plug here is um, basically, if you haven't already, like us on all our social media pages, tell your friends about us, write a review. Reviews are great, by the way. Thank you if you have written one recently. Um, Tell us what you think. Give us ideas for the show. Uh, We we love hearing from each and every single one of you guys. So um, show us pictures. Whatever you guys want to do, we we like hearing from you guys. And uh, we are super excited that we seem to be gaining more and more listeners every single week. So... Um, continue, continue to spread the word. That's the easiest way for us to, to get more listeners. So, but until next time, I'm Jerry, as always joined here by Brandon, and you've been listening to dad jokes. (laughs) 